At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on... It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Happy to be with you on a Friday. Beginning of the weekend here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. Danny Burke is going to be with us in a few minutes. Our guy, Mark Borchard, will join us as well as we'll give you the whole guest list here at 1045 Eastern Time. Paul Carr at 11.05. Vinny Maliula at 1130 this morning, as always, uh, of VEASAN. And uh, right behind us, uh, Gone Gaming here at the South Point. But a little bit of breaking news this morning. Jason Kahn is here as well. Uh, the uh, We knew that the, uh, the the Cleveland Indians were going to get a new name. That has been announced this morning. They are now the Cleveland Guardians. No, not the Cleveland Guardians of the Galaxy, as some may think. Uh, The Guardians name uh, is a reference, uh, apparently, to uh, some well-known statues on the Lorraine Carnegie Bridge in Cleveland that are known as the Guardians of Traffic. So that is what the reference is to, the the new scripture, very similar to what they already have. So... uh, not much of a change. Uh, a, a nice little fly new logo, though. They did they, they, they get that right there with uh, Cleveland. So that's your new baseball team name. That's the uh, really the, the news of the day in Major League Baseball. So uh, that's where we're looking at for uh, the new team. There is no betting input on that. doesn't matter what they're named. Team will look the same. Uh, but that uh, they, they will be known as the Guardians starting 
uh, as soon as this season ends here in 2021 for uh, the former Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians, uh, as soon as this season ends in Major League Baseball. Uh, As we go along here, a lot of NFL talk as we've been going the whole week on the AFC. uh, We went through all the divisions, uh, the playoff teams that we have for me. And we'll have Danny Burke in to critique this as we go along in the next few minutes. Kansas City, I do have getting the one seed yet again, winning the AFC West. Just too much offensive power for that Kansas City squad. Uh, They will outweigh the defensive problems they may have in a new-look offensive line. As Jeff Schwartz said yesterday, uh, again, makes them a very easy bet in order to win the AFC West and get the number one seed yet again. Uh, Travis Kelsey's receiving touchdowns actually uh, now at even money instead of minus 130 if you want to go ahead and bet that is the way you would look at it for the AFC West. Cleveland Browns in at the number two seed again on Monday. We went into the AFC North. In volume, very high on Cleveland. In a very manageable schedule after week one where they play the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs, uh, of course, uh, are the hardest team on Cleveland's schedule. I have Cleveland sweeping Baltimore en route to a tremendous season, their best season since the reincarnation in 1999. Uh, So I have the Browns as the two seed in the AFC. Buffalo, by virtue of just really no one in that division being strong, even though... uh, uh, all the uh, all the noise off the field right now in Buffalo kind of uh, let's just say it alarms me to to put it very nicely. Uh, Buffalo in at the three seed, winning the AFC East for the second consecutive year, and then the Titans winning the AFC South as the four seed back to back for Tennessee in the South for me. The Ravens will match up with Tennessee in the wild card weekend for the second consecutive year as the five seed. Uh, Baltimore just comes up shy a sweep against the Cleveland Browns ends up being the difference for why Baltimore is in in as a wild card and not the AFC North champion. So it'd be two straight years without a North championship for the Baltimore Ravens. The sixth seed, the upstart LA Chargers, uh, have their win total over. I have them to make the playoffs. I expect a big year from Justin Herbert after his fabulous rookie campaign, his overachieving rookie campaign. And uh, again... Did not anticipate a year ago. And in the seventh seed, again, remember, we're playing 17 games. We still have the seven playoff teams after last year's playoff expansion. Indianapolis, who got the seventh seed a year ago, benefits yet again from the extra playoff team. They get enough out of Carson Wentz. That defense in that run game really carries them. I have Indianapolis getting in over New England as the seventh seed. So the first-round matchups will be Cleveland Indy. Buffalo and the Chargers, Baltimore, Tennessee, with Kansas City getting the first round by as the one seed for the second consecutive year. It is a numbers game here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. And now with us, he hosts Rush Hour here on this network, 7 o'clock Eastern time out of the city of Chicago. It is Danny Burke. Danny, thanks for getting up early with us this morning, buddy. Hey, absolutely. Anything for you, Jeff. You know, going back uh, to the old days a little bit, uh, when we had no sports last time I was on a numbers game. So it's always fun to be back, my man. Well, remember, Danny, we have producer five, six, and seven. We make the poker straight right now. <laughs> uh, with with you on, of course, uh, you were number six. Uh, Jason Kahn 
uh, number seven and me number five. So uh, we're, we're happy to get the producer reunion uh, going here on the show today. But, Danny, let, let's just start off. Uh, I want to start with the Browns out of the AFC North because I, uh, I, I said on Monday that Cleveland – over is at if you can get ten and a half, that's a gift. I just don't see how this team goes worse than eleven and six. I love them to win the AFC North. Uh, Danny, I know you are a fan of this Browns team going into twenty twenty one as well. Yeah, I mean, you just look at the players that they have on their team, virtually the same as last year and then some, right? I mean, OBJ, you're going to get him to return healthy. And aside from that, you have a great offense. You have Landry, you have Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt, who you can do the dumb passes with in the backfield. The big question offensively, of course, is can you get a lot of production out of Baker Mayfield? And last year, it seemed like we saw him take that step forward. And to me, I think we're only going to see him continue to progress. Now, again, Kevin Stefanski actually looked like a competent head coach, right? That was also an issue with this Cleveland Browns team. And honestly, then you look at their draft draft, and they had some good additions defensively because their secondary had some concerns, honestly, too. I mean, in the trenches, they weren't too shabby. They're also getting Jadavian Clowney. We'll see if he can stay healthy and what kind of player he'll be. But I'm with you. I mean, 10 and a half, I found a minus 105. It got a little bit later in the game. But I like them going over that win total. To me, really, their hardest games are all going to be on the road. Obviously, week one at Kansas City, week four against the Vikings. Who knows what kind of team Minnesota is going to be. If they're going to be tough, then yes, that'll be a tough game for Cleveland. It's not to say that I think they're going to lose, but when I kind of just handicap my win totals, when it's a higher one, I put, okay, what are the losable games? And conversely, when I'm looking at unders, I say, okay, what are the winnable games? So for Cleveland, obviously week one at Kansas City, week four at Minnesota will be a tougher one. Uh, Then you say, what, the two games against Baltimore, I heard you say you think they're going to sweep them. I'm just assuming it's going to be split with them, but honestly, you know, I think both of the games against Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, I think they're going to win both of those games. The things that are also tricky, too, when remembering handicapping these win totals, Jeff, is if you're assuming a team like the Cleveland Browns are going to win the division, then you also have to consider, okay, that last week, right, that final game, they may be resting some people if it's not coming down to the wire, but despite that, I'm still with you, my man. I I like them a lot over 10 and a half. I think they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFL this season. Danny, you do bring up a good point with that Week 18 handicap, but but we're not dealing with a Kansas City Chief-like win total here. If we're talking about a 12-and-a-half or even an 11-and-a-half, because, uh, again, asking a team, even in a 17-game in season, to win 12 is is still a big ask. Uh, but, uh, look, getting it at 10-and-a-half, Danny, I mean, that's just, that's just uh, like the perfect number for this. And for the division odds, they're the second favorite, Danny. And, and you said it, the schedule and the roster put together – makes the very easy case that they should actually be the favorite in this division. Yeah, I would agree with that. And and also, I mean, you look at this Baltimore team, Jeff, I feel like it's one of those things where you see the Ravens as a short shot because we've been accustomed to them being the top team these past couple seasons, right? And at the same time, I mean, are we fully ready to trust Lamar Jackson over Baker Mayfield? Again, it's not me saying that Baker's better per se, but, you know, Baker has a lot more surrounding talent. Hollywood Brown last season didn't help out too much for Lamar Jackson and a lot of that crunch time. And Lamar's a great quarterback, don't get me wrong, but let's be honest it took him a little bit to get acclimated once again. So for me, I'm kind of with you. I didn't do anything with the division bet, but if I was going to be betting a team to win the division, mainly based off talent and then, of course, the better odds, it would have to be Cleveland for me. I'm not going to be surprised whatsoever if they're the top team in the AFC North. 
Danny Burke, the host of Rush Hour here on VSIN, with us right now on a numbers game here on a Friday morning. Uh, Danny, uh, just looking at the rest of this division, uh, what are your thoughts on the Ravens uh, with uh, the additions of Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman uh, in the wide receiving core? Is that enough to help push Lamar Jackson forward as a passer, Danny? You know, obviously it's not going to hurt him. I think it can only help. I don't know if it'll be enough to put him in, you know, toward the elite conversation in the sense of one of the top quarterbacks throwing-wise. I think he is who he is, and he'll give you a good throw from time to time, but most of it is going to be kind of wobbly, not the best spirals, and not that he's wildly inconsistent, but sometimes, you know, I'm sure out of your quarterback, and as a Bears fan, I think I could speak to this a little bit. You want some consistency, and you want to be able to have some faith in those late stretch of games and not always wanting to have to rely on him to make a big play himself, risking an injury and just making it harder on himself and the team than having to create opportunities himself. But, you know, I think he will be better than this past season in the passing game. I think we'll kind of see a little bit more so of what we saw two years ago. Not the same per se, but I do think they take a little step forward from what we saw in 2020. Uh, looking at the Ravens, though, Jeff, honestly, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if they go over their win total as well. But again, you know, if I'm choosing between the two to win the division, I would still prefer the Browns a little bit just because of the value and just because I do think they're a little bit deeper. Now, defensively, the Ravens will still be fine. They have some pieces to fill, but the Ravens will find their way in the playoffs, barring any injuries. It's just, again, at plus 150 compared to plus 115, Cleveland would be the only move for me. But I'm not, I mean, what I'm expecting out of the Ravens is at least 10 wins, probably more so 11 for this upcoming year. Danny, uh, I'm going to skip over Pittsburgh because I think you and I see eye to eye that this is going to be an underachiever. But I want to go to the Bengals because you have a bet on the Bengals' win total. Right now, the Cincinnati Bengals sitting at six and a half, Danny. Yeah, this is the first season win total bet I made. And I think I made this right when the win totals came out, which was kind of like right right after the draft, right? And to me, you know, the Bengals, I mean, they address the issues, let's be honest. And, you know, they got the offensive lineman with the second pick. They got the receiver in chase. But the thing, so just putting it out there, I got under 6.5 and, and minus 115, jumped on it immediately. And to me, it's like, okay, what did they do to improve last season defensively? I know, again, you know, like I was just listing out, they added some pieces offensively. And, you know, people love Joe Burrow. And I think Joe Burrow is going to be a solid quarterback. I absolutely do. But, you know, we had such a small sample size. And not only that, Jeff, he's coming back from a gruesome injury. You know, for a guy, say, if it was, I don't know, just any veteran quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, we're having faith in this guy to step back into the mix. But this was a, this is a guy who played in, what, just a few games last season after a terrible injury, and now he's still on a bad team coming into this year with not the easiest schedule either. And you have a head coach in Zach Taylor where, frankly, I don't have faith in Zach Taylor whatsoever. And they did invest in their offensive line, not immediately, but – you know, a lot of people thinking that they should have went with Sewell over Jamar Chase, but that's neither here nor there. I still think their schedule doesn't stack up too favorably. To me, the winning games for them, week four versus Jacksonville, week six at Detroit, week eight against your New York Jets. But honestly, the Jets at home and Jets overall this season, you and I were kind of talking about this the other day. I think they could be kind of a sneaky competitive team this season. Uh, then you get them on the road against Las Vegas, and I could put that as a winnable game more so because that's after their bye week. I think the Raiders and especially at home, are going to be a tougher opponent as well. 
maybe figure they split their two games with the Steelers. And then you look at week 18, we talk about if Cleveland's going to be resting players. Uh, that could be something to keep an eye out for. And also one that's also kind of just, you know, making all the win totals wonky is all these teams against Green Bay. I mean, what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? If it's Aaron Rodgers week five, obviously you give the nod to Green Bay. But if, if it's not, I mean, are you trusting Jordan Love and the Packers against the Bengals? Maybe that's an advantage for Cincinnati there. But that's a lot of ifs. So at the end of the day, I still have a lot of confidence in Cincinnati to stay under six and a half. I know it's been juiced to the under, but I would still play that under for Cincinnati. Danny Burke with us right now here on a numbers game, former producer number six on this show, now the host of Ross Shower here on VSIN, which you hear Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 Eastern in the city of Chicago. Danny, there's another team with a young quarterback that you are not a huge fan of. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick, Urban Meyer, the uh, new head coach, first time in the NFL. You and I are, are, are simpatico here. We both like the under here on Jacksonville at six and a half. Yeah, with Jacksonville, Jeff, I mean, honestly, it's kind of been a circus already down there, right? I mean, Urban Meyer, you know, he's getting back into the mix of the NFL. It's going to be a little bit of time, so we'll see how he adjusts immediately. I'm sure it'll be fine in that sense. But, you know, you had some issues with the personnel that he brought in immediately. Everybody was focused on Tim Tebow for a brief period of time. So it just seems like there's a lot of distractions to get things started. And who knows? I mean, that could already be outside the window and their focus, and I'm sure they are. But even besides that, they still don't have that deep of a roster to me, and I don't trust this team to eclipse six-and-a-half wins. The winnable games for Jacksonville, week one certainly at Houston, most likely without Deshaun Watson. Uh, Even week two versus Denver, I think, could be a closer game uh, for the Jaguars. Week four at Cincinnati, week 15 versus Houston again, week 16 on the road against your Jets. But again, you know, the Houston games are really the only ones where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm probably going to take Jacksonville in them. And then the other games, you're like, well, it's going to be close. And I think I'd still maybe give the slight edge in terms of the spread to the other teams. But again, the way I list it is just, hey, these are the games that they can win, not that I think they're going to win. But at the end of the day, I mean, the fact that it's still a pick them at some places, Jeff, I really like the under six and a half here. A lot of new things and pieces being implemented down in Jacksonville. So I like kind of banking on more so that it's going to be a process and we're going to see some lucky early success. So for that reason, I'm going under six and a half with the Jags. Danny, I just want to ask you about this division as a whole, because if you don't like Jacksonville, Houston is, uh, they're not they are not good. Let's just be polite to the Texans this morning. Their roster is really awful. Uh, it's obviously between Indianapolis and Tennessee. Who do you give the edge to? The Colts currently the small betting favorite at BetMGM. Yeah, you know, I've, I've had this question pretty much this whole offseason since we've had these odds posted, Jeff. And the Colts have the better overall roster, right? But the thing is, how soon can Carson Wentz get acclimated? And is, is he going to be the Carson Wentz that we saw during or before his injury? Or is it going to be the timid Carson Wentz, the inaccurate Carson Wentz? Well, then everybody's going, well, you know, it's probably going to be the one where we see a better version because he actually has a competent and decent offensive line. And I'm sure that'll be the case. But I think we might see a little bit of struggle out of him still to get things going, just him getting acclimated and used to a new team, new format, new system and all of that. Betting-wise, I wouldn't bet that per se because I like, you know, I'm, obviously if it's two teams that are 
staying near 50-50, you like to take the team with a little bit better value. Look at the case in the AFC North, like we were just talking about with the Ravens and Browns, better value with Cleveland. I think they have a better team. I would go there. It's not going to shock me to see the Titans neck and neck with the Colts, but at the end of the day, the thing that concerns me about the Titans is that defense was abysmal last season. I mean, especially toward the latter half. It probably wasn't talked about as much as it should have been, but that defense was really tough to trust. And, and also, I mean, you know, as great as Derrick Henry is, how much longer can he keep this going? I mean, the running backs are so dispensable nowadays, and it's almost an anomaly that he hasn't got injured at this point. And, of course, I'm not rooting for that or banking on it. But for an offense that solely relies on a running back so much, I mean, that seems like a tough ask. And I know you're picking up Julio Jones and you got A.J. Brown and Tannehill can throw when they need him to. But if, if it looks like they're doing that instead where they're implementing the pass a little bit more so, then I could have faith in Tennessee being the top team in this division. But, again, until we see that big step up defensively, I still think the Colts have a slight advantage. Danny, uh, just looking at the AFC East, we have about uh, about two minutes here. Uh, you, you said the Jets could be a little bit better than expected. Neither of us expect them to make the playoffs. I did say bet them over six. But looking at the teams ahead of them, New England and Miami. Miami last year, of course, 10-6, and six, just missing out on the playoffs. The Patriots 7-9, and nine, their worst season uh, in 20 years under Bill Belichick. Which one of those two teams do you think are more likely to hop up and make the playoffs this year? It's so funny, Jeff, because looking at the AFC East originally, I took the Dolphins 28-1 to to win the Super Bowl. I believe you and I were talking about this, and this was solely based on the fact that I think they have a solid enough team. Defensively, Flores is a good coach. They just needed offensive weapons. And, this, and before everybody screams at me, because also when they were in the race and a consideration for potentially getting Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson months ago. So it was more so just if they got them that that number would move down an incredible amount. But the thing with the Patriots to me, Jeff, this team is a big question mark heading into this season because, yes, they picked up a good amount of offensive pieces. They'll have players returning that opted to sit out this past season. But what are we going to get out of Cam Newton? I mean, even if he does have those surrounding parts, is he going to be able to get them the ball? Is he going to be consistent? Is he going to be accurate? Is his arm going to die out on him? I don't know if I can trust Cam Newton. So I actually put the Dolphins slightly above the Patriots until I've proven otherwise by Cam Newton. Again, the Jets are going to be at the bottom of the totem pole, but they will be a tough out. So I think the AFC East is actually going to be one of the deeper divisions. But I got to go in Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets at this point. Danny, uh, in 30 seconds, tell me who's coming out of the AFC. Coming out of the AFC, I mean, the easy answer is the Chiefs, right? If you want to go with a little bit more plus money, then the Bills or the Browns would be two viable betting options. Why not go with the pattern that we started with and say Cleveland, Jeff? Let's ride the Browns coming outside of the AFC. Look at that. Danny Burke going with the Browns. Uh, Maybe a little bit of a tease of what's to come later on the program today. You can get Danny on the tweet. Tweets at Danny Burke 5. He, of course, hosts Rush Hour here on the network, live from Chicago, Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 Eastern, 6 to 7 local time in the Windy City. Danny, thanks for being with us this morning. Anytime, Jeff. You're the best. Take care. Of course, Danny. Thanks uh, for being with us and getting up early there in the city of Chicago. When we get back... We're going to go over actually to the Olympics. Who can compete with Team USA in men's basketball? We're going to break down those futures and more next here on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM started state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. It must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. It is a numbers game here on VSIN presented by BetMGM. I'm Jeff Parles, Jason Kahn, producer number seven here as well. The opening ceremonies in Tokyo have already happened. Uh, again, this is going to be a big test for uh, time zone knowledge and actually figuring out when things are live. Again, a big uh, big time difference uh, over to uh, to Tokyo here from the West Coast. Currently in Tokyo, it is, uh, Jason, it is 11.26 p.m. on Friday night. We're not even eight. We're not even eight hours into our Friday here, here on the West Coast. So uh, a big lofty, uh, big lofty fifteen-hour time difference, or excuse me, sixteen-hour time difference uh, from uh, from Vegas to Tokyo. But the uh, the men's basketball tournament begins tomorrow evening here 
in Las Vegas tomorrow night on the East Coast in the U.S. Let's uh, flesh those odds to win gold for Olympic basketball. And keep in mind here, these odds, before the United States lost to Nigeria uh, a little over uh, a little over two weeks ago now, or a little under two weeks ago, I should say, Team USA is minus 350. They were a 1 to 12, minus 1,200, or higher even in some spots, to win gold just two weeks ago. As since then, uh, the, the stunning loss to Nigeria as a 30-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, flipping around, losing as a 16-and-a-half-point favorite to the Aussies, who are now your second betting favorite to win gold in Tokyo at plus 750 at BetMGM. Spain at 9-1, to one, the French we're coming off a loss to Japan, the host nation, and in an exhibition earlier this week at 15 to 1. Luka Doncic and Slovenia at 20 to 1. Nigeria 25 to 1, actually shorter than a previous gold medalist, of course, in 2004. The Argentinian squad at 33 to 1, and then Italy at 40 to 1. No one else, really, no one past Australia is worth betting in the futures market to me. I still expect Team USA to get it done. Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday did not play in any of the exhibitions. Uh, losing Bradley Beal, of course, hurts. But getting those three back will obviously help things for the Americans. And maybe a little bit of a sluggish start over in Tokyo. Keep in mind, a little bit of a format change for this tournament. In the past, it used to be eight games would be it would, what it, the eventual gold medalist would play. This year, it's only six. Three in the group stage, three in the knockout stage, as opposed to five in the group stage and three in the knockout stage like it was in the past. But the uh, Team USA will open up on Sunday here in, in the U.S., uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time in the morning, 5 a.m. out here in Vegas. Team USA, Team France. That's your matchup. Here are the odds from BetMGM. And this has moved. The French getting the action here down from 14 and a half, even 15 at its peak to 11 and a half total at 178 and a half, which remember shorter game in FIBA, only 10 minute quarters is a 40 minute game. Uh, a lot of these teams will try to slow down the pace to not allow the Americans to get out and run uh, shade to the under at, at uh, minus one fifteen on a one seventy eight and a half. I would only look to bet Team USA laying only 11 and a half in this game. I know they did not cover against Spain. Spain threw in a three at the basically at the horn to get the back door. But Team USA is again. We all have to take a deep breath here for the people that are freaking out. Will the road to winning gold be a little bit harder than usual for Team USA? Yes, it will be. Uh, the world has never been as good as they are now at basketball. It's just the, just the facts. I mean, Nigeria lost to the U.S. in, in, 2000, in 2012 by 76 points. And now they're beating them on U.S. soil. But for this one, I, I just don't see it. I know the French have a few NBA players, including Rudy Gobert. But Team USA should be able to roll France and get off to a good start in this tournament. I look to lay the 11 and a half. When we get back, we're going to continue the AFC preview. We're going to look at how I think the playoffs are going to go. That's next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network on a numbers game.
Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now, vsin.com slash subscribe. It is a numbers game here on vsin. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Mark Borchard, a base winner, will be with us in 10 minutes' time. But we have some breaking news out of the National Football League, and it is bad news for the New Orleans Saints. Again, a new era for the Saints. No Drew Brees as he retired. Questions at quarterback. And when you have questions at quarterback, you don't want anything to happen to your star wide receiver, Michael Thomas. And Michael Thomas is expected now in a report from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. He is expected to miss the beginning of the 2021 season after undergoing surgery to repair ligaments in his ankle in June. Based on the timing of the surgery, the recommended recovery length is four months. So not only is the beginning of the season at risk here for Michael Thomas, this injury, this surgery that he had on his ankle and the recovery time could very easily mosey on into the month of October as well. So Michael Thomas, who again led the, the NFL in receiving in 2019 was expected to have again, a ginormous role and really, if Jameis Winston was the quarterback and helping out Jameis Winston avoid the turnover issues, this is as bad of news as you could draw up for New Orleans. The Saints uh, also, according to reports, now looking for a veteran wide receiver in free agency. But what this does here, and we'll go into the NFC in, in depth next week, especially the NFC South. This basically for me, and looking at New Orleans' schedule, while Thomas is out, and Thomas is going to be out for at least, again, we at least the beginning portion of the season uh, for New Orleans, the Saints open the season with the Packers. Again, we don't know what Aaron Rodgers' status is yet. They play at Carolina. Look, a game they probably should win even if Michael Thomas isn't there, but it is a divisional road game. New England? Not the easiest of games. The Giants at home, and then I watching a football team, which I had them losing even at full strength. The one benefit they do have is they do have a very early bye. They have a bye week in week six. So maybe you look to see Thomas get back in week seven. Maybe you look to see Thomas back earlier than week seven. And again, you get him back. It'll be interesting to see how long it takes him to adjust with a bum ankle. And uh, remember, he dealt with injuries all of last season uh, in what was a disappointing year for Michael Thomas as a whole because of said injuries. So, again, we'll get into New Orleans in depth next week. But just for the sake of uh, of bets right now, because I'm not sure how much this will move, and a wide receiver doesn't usually move the needle very much, but New Orleans to miss the playoffs, so those make to make the playoffs no bets at minus 115, Seems like a pretty reasonable play at the moment. Just because not having Thomas early in games that New Orleans might be able to get with with him, they may not be able to get without him just because of the impact that he has 
uh, on this offense. And again, with a with Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, his presence more important than ever there in New Orleans. So that's the breaking news of the day right now here on a numbers game. Michael Thomas going to miss the beginning of the regular season, according to a report from Ian Rappaport. Surgery on his ankle that he uh, was dealing with last year. Let's uh, let's go back to the AFC, though, here. The AFC, of course, uh, we went through the whole week. If you were just tuning in, the playoff teams that I have, uh, I have Kansas City winning the AFC West as the one seed. Cleveland, who I bet the win total over 10.5, and, and the Browns to win the division plus 150 as two of my best bets for the AFC North is the two. Three seed, Buffalo. If you can find a minus 150 to win the AFC East, still probably pretty good, even with all the noise coming out of Buffalo these last 24 hours. Uh, four seed Tennessee Titans, like them, is a bet as well to win the division. Uh, if you can get plus money, I would prefer about plus 115 or more, if possible, on the Titans. Four five seed Baltimore Ravens, no bets on them, even though I don't mind going over their high win total of 11.5 or 12. Uh, or excuse me, 11, and 11 or 11 and a half, I should say, with Baltimore Chargers. Yes, to make the playoffs. They're the sixth seed for me. Take a plus price on them. Uh, I do like that. And then Indianapolis rounding out the playoffs. No real bets on them. I'm not overly confident in what Carson Wentz is going to be. I have them as the seventh seed. As we move through the playoffs, if you're looking for exact round props, or again, more importantly, the AFC championship market, uh, as we look at that, now, uh, from our friends over at BetMGM, Bet no shock, guys. The Kansas City Chiefs are the short shot. At BetMGM, they're plus 210 to win the AFC. The Bills are plus 650. Baltimore and Cleveland both at plus 750. Tennessee and Indianapolis at 14 to 1. Chargers, Dolphins, 16 to 1. New England at 18 to 1. Everyone else is longer than 20 to 1. So as we're looking through this, so the playoff teams that I have, it's the six short shots and then the Chargers at 16 to 1. So seven of the eight teams that have the shortest odds are the teams I anticipate to be in the playoffs. So that is pretty chalky, all things considered. But the teams I would look at here, now first off, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City in any circumstance, especially when it looks like they'll have home field throughout the AFC playoffs. Winning an arrowhead in the playoffs, very difficult to do. The only team to do it in the Mahomes era was New England. Of course, in route to winning their Super Bowl against the Rams three years ago, Kansas City was DeFord staying on side away from being in that Super Bowl against the Rams. So very close to running the table so far in KC. So 5-1 and one in the Mahomes era in games in arrowhead. And of course, remember, he covered against Indianapolis. The miraculous cover against Houston, covered against Tennessee, did not cover against Cleveland and covered against Buffalo in the AFC title game. So they've been very good covering the number as favorites in the AFC playoffs as well. Did not cover against New England, obviously, in the loss. But if you look down the board, I think the two AFC North teams are worth a shot. Baltimore and Cleveland. Now, I'm not as high on Baltimore as I am on the Browns as I discussed earlier in the week. I'll give you a quick case for Baltimore. Their defense is elite. Defense travels. They have an elite run game. The run game can travel. The question mark would be going into a situation of having to win an arrowhead is that Lamar Jackson has not played well against Kansas City except for the first game he ever played against the Chiefs. 
but it may be worth a shot. We'll get into discussing Cleveland later in the program, but coming up next, Mark Borchard has some plays on the MLB slate next on a numbers game on Sydney Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Turn a $1 wager into $100 on tonight's Yankees and Red Sox game. If either the Yankees or the Red Sox hit a home run with Ben MGM, just use the bonus code VSIN100. That's VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to betmgm.com for more details. Make sure to use the promo code VSIN100. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 1-800-889-9789. In, in uh, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And the promotional offer not available in the state of Nevada. 
It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. And now with us, it is Mark Borchard for some baseball plays of the day. Of course, get him on the tweets at Base Winner, the Base Winner podcast, and Clear Data Sports. Mark, before we get into the games that you like today, I just want to get your thoughts on what was a pretty wild series at Dodger Stadium. The Giants coming from behind the last two nights against Kenley Jansen to win and take three out of four in the series. Now up three games after the series with the Dodgers over L.A., Mark, at some point, the market's going to have to correct itself on the Giants, who now are 96 games into the season. They've been the best team in baseball record-wise so far, Mark. Uh, uh, do you see a regress coming, or is this is what the Giants are? Well, it's a it's a difficult question to answer because if you look at their component stats compared to their actual standings, they're actually about where they should be. I have them at 61 and 35 overall in the actual standings, and they should be 61.5 and 34.5 based on the component stats. So it's from that standpoint, they're about where they should be. However, based on the projections I have in my simulation, I don't have them really as that big of a chance to win that division. I've got them at 8%, and I've got the Dodgers at 75%. And uh, one of the things that's interesting is is not just myself, but a lot of people's projections have been, you know, pretty bearish on the on the Giants all year long, and and they really haven't changed, and neither have mine. So I think that the Dodgers are going to rally and win this division. I've got the Dodgers with with about a 75% chance to win this division. Let me just check the exact number. Uh, I've got the Dodgers a 77% chance to win, the Padres 15%, and the Giants at 8%. And I think that, you know, it, it's kind of concerning to see blown saves when you're looking at a bullpen and, and you're, you don't want to really get too caught up on the recent stuff. One of the things about the Dodgers bullpen that's super interesting to me is I have this three metric chart. It's swinging strike percentage, uh, hard hit per nine and expected walk percentage. And out of 30 bullpens, the Dodgers are third. They're actually tied for second the way I rate it uh, with the Yankees. And then over the last 30 days, the Dodgers have been third in that department. Conversely, if you look at the Giants, we're looking at their bullpen over the last 30 days. They're 18th in baseball. And then over the year, based on that three metric chart, they're 14th. So I do see some some regression. However, they have played well up to date. But I think they're going to regress back to those projections, Jeff. Mark, uh, let's dive into your plays here. Uh, Let's start in Philadelphia. The Phillies and the Braves, uh, you said earlier in the week, you had Zach Wheeler rated as a top five pitcher in your rankings this year, and he's on the hill for the Phillies today against Max Fried, who's been up and down for Atlanta so far this year. And we've seen a pretty big move in this game. Phillies open overnight, minus 130. Now you're looking at a consensus, minus 155 on the fills plus 145 on the take back for Atlanta total at seven and a half at citizens bank park mark. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting line move. It's we put it out yesterday at minus 126 and it's gone up to minus 152, but I, you know, I really agree with the line movement and sometimes, uh, these plays, at least over the last four or five years, I've noticed that the games where the lines move to us, we perform a lot better 
than the games where the line moves away. So I'm comfortable putting it out at minus, I guess it's minus 152, minus 156. We got a huge advantage in in, uh, in starting pitching. I think it's about a run difference based on the base winner number. I've got Wheeler at 3.03 uh, with a base winner ERA, and I got Max Freed. He's actually right around average at 4.36. So I think we get a, an advantage in starting pitching. Uh, the bullpens are a little bit concerning for the Phillies, uh, but I have them, you know, in, in a lot of my brain, I've got three sets of bullpen ratings and they're, they're kind of middle to like middle low. So they're not, they're not as awful as, as the Philly fans w- would like to think. I, I think they're, they're more of an average bullpen than an awful bullpen, Jeff. The, uh, the Phillies and the Braves both entering the day four games behind the Mets in the NL East. The, uh, the Mets getting the benefit of not playing yesterday and actually picking up ground on the Phillies with the Braves winning that game last night in Philadelphia. Mark Borchard with us right now here on a numbers game. Get him on the tweets at base winner. Uh, of course, the base winner podcast as well. Mark, uh, let's go to the Battle of Texas. And boy, has the. The, the post-All-Star break start for the Rangers just been a disaster so far. 0-7 have been blown out, really, in six of those seven games. A little bit more competitive yesterday in a 7-5 loss to Detroit, but still another game where they did not cover the run line. Uh, tonight, they do send Allard to the mound, who has been their probably their most consistent starting pitcher on the year against Jake Odorizzi, who has been, uh, again, a little bit lucky so far this year. Total eight and a half. The, uh, the, the Rangers are a plus 180 underdog uh, and flat juice on the run line each way, Mark. Yeah, I, I think that getting playing this game on the run line is a, a pretty decent play. It's kind of a weird pick for me. I've been really bullish on the Astros pretty much for the last two months. But I just think right now in this particular matchup, we get a better uh, starter against, I mean, I've got Allard at, at 0.67 in, in a three metric chart. Uh, so he's a 67 percentile pitcher, which is pretty respectable against Oda Rizzi. And Oda Rizzi I have in the 13 percentile. And if you look at that three metric start, the way uh, that chart, uh, if you look at Oda Rizzi's last three starts as judged by that three metric chart, he was a 10 percentile against Cleveland, a 5 percentile against the Yankees, and a 2 percentile against the White Sox. And if you look at if you look at Allard, he didn't have a great start against Toronto last time. It was a 17 percentile, but the two starts before was an 87 percentile and a 60 percentile. And then if you cruise over to the base winner ERA on basewinner.com, you can see that Allard's got a 4.46 base winner ERA compared to Oda Rizzi's 4.98. So I think we just get better pitch, better starting pitching. Oh, and the other thing, uh, if you want to take a look at the, the, uh, the three-metric rating from the bullpens uh, over the last 30, 30 days, this is really surprising. Last 30 days, three-metric bullpen, Texas, seventh in baseball. And then Houston's done pretty good. They're 10th in baseball. But Texas, uh, I don't mind the bullpen that much, so I'm going to play it on the full game. I'm going to go plus one and a half, uh, right, right about even money, get our Jeff, sorry, I almost called the Gill. <laughs> no problem, no problem there. Uh, I, I think uh, I think uh, a lot of people would have expected to uh, see Gill this morning, and then got my beard, bearded face instead. Uh, Mark Portrait with us right now. Uh, Mark, I, I do want to ask you this: um, Nelson Cruz gets dealt to Tampa last night. Uh, Tampa entered last night a game behind the Red Sox. They finished the 
the day a game behind the Red Sox because both Tampa and Boston won in pretty wild fashion last night against Cleveland for Tampa, against the Yankees for the Red Sox. But does that move the needle at all in your numbers in the AL East with Tampa acquiring the big bopper, Nelson Cruz? Oh, I can tell you that it, it should, Jeff. Um, I haven't run the simulations with him in the lineup, but even before that, I have Tampa Bay with a 50% chance to win that division. So I guess I'll plug him in today, run it, and, and I'll tell you on Tuesday. Okay, uh, the, it, it, just uh, just just so we uh, could, could set a uh, set, set a nice little uh, borchard line here, Mark. What would your anticipation be when you run it? What would your anticipation oh. be? That's a good question. You know, I would say that it's going to go up from 50% to 52%. I think it'll give him give maybe 2% on that. Okay, so so a small bump, but it does put them over uh, the 50% plateau, which obviously would make them uh, a, a favorite. A, they're already a favorite to begin with anyway at 50%, but an even bigger favorite to your model uh, if it would go up to 52 53% with Nelson Cruz there. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question, Jeff. So what I could do is I could just I can just run it, like just put him in and then run it right now, and then I'll, I'll write that down and I'll share that with you on Tuesday. All right, that that sounds good to me. And I'll also, of course, you'll have a little bit more of a sample size in there as well. Uh, a whole weekend's worth of games against uh, the Cleveland Indians, soon to be Cleveland Guardians, as we saw announced earlier today. He's Mark Borchard. Get him on the tweets at base runner, the base, or excuse me, at base winner, the base winner podcast. Uh, and clear data sports as well uh, on the Phillies today and on the Texas run line, getting the run and a half in Houston. Mark, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll talk on Tuesday. Jeff, thanks a lot. My pleasure. Of course. Uh, again, the base winner podcast for Mark Borchard. Uh, again, uh, the the Phillies, the Phillies have the lineup, Jason Kahn, to catch the Mets. There one thing that I wasn't 100% with on Mark. That bullpen, I know what his numbers say. That bullpen is the main reason they're not in first place right now. I think it, I, I don't want to make it so simplistic, but it really is the case that if their bullpen was even just mediocre, they'd probably be in first place with all the injuries that the Mets have. But again, game two of that four-game set against Atlanta. Big series for Philly. Big series. The Mets are back at home for an 11-game homestand. The Phillies have to win these games against the other divisional teams before getting the Mets again next week after the trade deadline. When we get back, soccer talk. Our guy Paul Carr of True Media Sports. We got gold gold cup picks from Paul next on a numbers game. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.